0: So I just totally scrapped my real authentic, like, she sat down, she turned the mic on intro, which I proudly post those bad boys on the reg. Like, she will go not listen to it back, and I tried, because I just, I had just smoked marijuana (laughs) home alone on a Sunday, a gorgeous Sunday, mind you. These Pacific Northwest summers are something. The winter almost, almost kills us. Me, a transplant specifically, the rain just, I almost turn into a raindrop. And then the sun comes out and she is revived and thriving. Back on topic. I was wild. I was out of pocket more than ever. And I think that it was, it was on a Richter scale that we weren't ready to put out yet. I can't wait for that day. People are like, there's parts of you that you've been holding back. (laughs) There's lots of things that I don't talk about on the podcast. Lots and lots and lots. I mean, shit, the name, the horny housewife, the housewife part, you know, it, it weighs, it weighs a lot. I, you know, mom, 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 mom. So that was annoying just doing it, saying it, probably for you hearing it. So we don't need to bring that shit here. We want to talk about something else. I don't know about you, but for the girlies, like I'm inundated with tons of mummy content, you know, and I couldn't be the one creating it because I'm the one that needs the help. I'm the one that needs the, the finger pointing the the guidance, and I'm not trying to be a victim here, but hashtag dead mom club. Like sometimes I wish I had my mom to call. And I always think like, what would Tammy do? My mom's name. I, and I know, I know the answer. I know what she would say, I'm pretty sure. But it would be nice to have her in real time being like, uh, bitch, uh, you better get that situated because he's going to turn into a little monster because you keep buying him something every time you go to the grocery store, you know, and I'm learning that the hard way. A little personal side note. I have great in-laws. I have a great mother-in-law. This is the kind of shit I don't talk about, and I'm over here now talking about it. So let's wrap this up in a little bow, but uh just want to save space for all of the moms and the parents, the parenting listeners. Kids are a whole fucking thing. (laughs) To say it lightly, your family, right? Your family means more to you than fucking anything. And then... There's you and your spouse and y'all's relationship and something that because of other factors can get sidelined or subconsciously just get pushed in a different spot and maybe needs a little loving, a little attention, a little bringing out to the light and dusting off and... Blowing that shit off and fucking each other. Maybe you need a little bit of that. If you're new here, you found your podcast, okay? You found your place. We're here to cheer you on. And hey, maybe you'll get a little inspired, a little inspo. And you're going to be like, I'm going to take Darla out on a fucking date. And maybe Darla's like, you know what? I'm wearing crotchless panties because... It's time I fucking made his eyeballs do that thing that they used to. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Also, I want to save space for the men who are so honest with about losing their drive, about losing the desire or like, I answered a listener question last week about a man's refractory period, which someone did end up DMing me saying, I don't even feel like the question was really directly answered and I guess I will respond to that by saying, Everything I read about a man's refractory period, which is, guys, the time, if you don't know or you didn't listen last week, the period of time between like bouncing back to your DTF again. So whether that's 20 minutes, and he was saying it just wasn't as enjoyable the next time. But for some, it's 20 minutes. For some, it's two hours. For some, it's a day. So I think it varies with age, and I think it's pretty normal and typical, and I think the average man would relate to that. And maybe there's some disagreeing with me. And I know that I got a lot of high drive listeners for sure. These hashtag freaky fam, but there are 1 million, percent are a gazillion guys who relate to what I just said. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I think that we generalize or not me necessarily, but maybe society And porn perpetuates this narrative that guys are just ready to go all the time, doesn't take much. And women, it's all you're disgusting if he doesn't like walk out rock hard to you. And that's why girls are like fucked up in their head when a guy has a him issue and then she's like, it's a me issue. When, you know, probably 60% of the time it was probably a him issue, maybe more. Maybe I'm being like nice or something. We as women, I can speak for a woman, like as I've gotten older, I see things that change. I know that before when I was 19 years old, like lube doesn't matter. And I think I bought like way all all different kinds of lubes and I really didn't even ever use them or need them. I thought it was like novelty and more like a, a toy thing. I don't know. I just, my relationship with lube was very, very different than it is now where, you know, I won't leave my home without Uber lube. That sounded so slutty. But Uber lube, you know, the goat. Also, the asshole is not self-lubricating. So if you're going to have any sort of anal play in your life, this is not turning into a lube ad. I just wanted to tell you that. There's no shame in women doing what they need to supplement for other times. So guys... lots of men in their 40s should be getting on testosterone that are either they don't even know and now here I am pushing testosterone right after I just talked all about how stress it could be lifestyle there's a lot of things you could do but let's acknowledge that sometimes shit changes maybe it's a season maybe it's long term and that is okay and there's something you can do about it and you can be better batter and right back at it with a little tweaky-tweak. And it's like no time was lost, but to ignore it and to just let it kind of die off, we don't have to do that. You don't have to live like that. And one thing I know for certain, the more we talk about it and normalize it and talk about solutions or talk about people's experiences or just like hashing it out with your spouse so one person can have a better understanding of the other fuck if there's an issue. Maybe it's just about talking about what you want to do or fantasies or likes, dislikes, what arouses you that did not before. You can't have any of that if you don't bring it up, if you don't have the uncomfortable talk, if you don't have the little awkward bring up. And I think with intention... Focus on delivery and timing. I say that all the time regularly because it's so important. I need that advice. I need that advice that I am giving because Jordan doesn't always take it. Okay, so what are we talking about today? This is not the topic of the hour. It wasn't. I was just giving a little air nux to the men that keep it real. And ladies, I haven't forgotten about y'all. You. Y'all always keep it real. The ladies that love this podcast are real bitches. And they're okay with me calling them bitches because I know what kind of girls they are. And we are bad bitches. So today, bad bedroom habits. We're going we're gonna to talk about the things that we don't do that are cute. I'm going to be vulnerable and get real with you and be like, you know what? I could be so much better at blank, at initiating, at... Not just laying on my back. I'm I'm just listing off things that maybe could be popping up. I could be better at foreplay. I could be better at eating her pussy. I could be better at letting her come first. I could be better at actually making noise and participating in dirty talk. I could, you know, so let's bring it up. Mm -hmm. Let's bring it up and see how we can break through the mental block or the lack of inspo. I'm about to hype you up to fuck better. Okay. So first let's do listener questions and then we'll get into that. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I have to bring this up. <laughs> I got an email and at first I was convinced and I still almost am kind of convinced. I'm, there's a part of me that does not think it is a woman there was a, it was a really long subject title and it was like hearts, lots of heart emojis. And it made it, you would think it was fucking a novel. It was a novel. And the only part that made me think it was some weird dude who was actually just trying to show me his dick was because the story was kind of about a creepy dude who sent, the dick and wanted her to send it to like everybody and like it gave me like small penis humiliation kink vibes okay is that called SPH vibes yeah and this email was going on and on about how I talked about how I don't like unsolicited dick pics because I I think it was episode 57 like a long ass time ago I'm like I don't want any more unsolicited dick pics which I feel like bringing this up, it gets those fuckers to give them to me. And now these sickos are like thinking that I'm passive aggressively asking for them. I'm not. They're like, sure, yeah, you keep keep going, keep. Anyways, what did what was attached in this email? The dick, the dick pic of the unsolicited dick pic that that I said that when we get dick pics, we don't use them. To like get off, we just want to show all of our friends. So I got this wiener that's next to a ruler, and it was just really upsetting. It like ruined, (laughs) it ruined my lunch. I did a little Yelp. I tossed my phone up. It hit me in the face a little bit. It was wasn't fun. It wasn't nice. I didn't enjoy it. And I I accidentally rage emailed back. No, not rage. I was calm. I just said, "Is this a joke?" Because you legitimately sent me an unsolicited dick pic. It was like a trauma, trauma email. And had I, you know, been on my game, been on my P's and Q's, I would not have ever responded. And then I thought about it. like, maybe it was just a sweet woman who loved the show. Like she said, she went on and on what she loved the show. And maybe she was just telling me a story and wanted me to see it because she thought it was funny while I thought it was not funny. So, guess I'm not as cool as y'all all think I am. <laughs> but no, they just, they don't do anything for me. Okay, guys? I've been posting my feed a lot lately on my stories, and God, y'all sickos love it. And I don't get it. And people are like, can I pay you money for feet picks? I'm like, no. That's too, no, no, thank you. I don't, no, thank you. And I'm over here just giving that shit for free. Follow me at underscore the horny house. <laughs> oh my God. Occasionally you'll see a story where my beautiful toes are featured. You may or may not feel a little tricked, and I'm just trying to trick you into following my account and being a lifelong listener of the Whitey Outside podcast. Okay, so let's get into listener questions because that's what we're supposed to be fucking doing. Question number one, love the podcast. My wife and I have been working on foreplay more during sex. I have always enjoyed to eat her out. The only thing is when I do it during foreplay, she doesn't want to kiss me during penetrative sex. I enjoy deep kissing during intercourse. Do I just live with the results or is there anything you recommend to try to help the situation? Thanks in advance. Okay, so, We have to talk shit about this a little bit. So tell me, ladies, tell me men. And This goes to the men, too. I'm not shitting on just the women because there are men who will not kiss a woman after she has sucked his dick or, you know, he's jizzing her mouth, whatever. And I think that's so lame, lame, lame. And ladies, I think it's just as fucking lame not to let your man come fucking kiss you. Y'all are fucking Y'all are fucking, y'all are fucking. And I just, I, I get it. Some women are like, I don't want to be spit on, Jordan. And that's okay. That is okay. There's probably some sick psychological reason that I need help for. There's nothing wrong with you, okay? But the whole not, ki- it's your pussy. It's your body. And like, if you were on your period, okay, I'd get it totally. And if you, if you're disgusted by your own pussy juices during this like passionate, like primal act, I just feel like you, you could get there. Like I think with some affirmations, okay, (laughs) some solid affirmations and some self-pleasure, you could be game for this. Is it really, is it taste gross to you? What is it? I want to know what it is so bad. This is a male listener asking this. This isn't her. But if there are women, I need you to DM me and fucking tell me because I want to have insight and perspective. Share with me. And the guys, guys that I've asked this to, my husband would never, I wouldn't have married him if he was like this. But the men that won't kiss after your dick's been in their mouth or semen, is it because why? What is it? To me, it's something that I feel like we definitely could get over. You could get over it. And I feel like it's only a mental thing. It's only the mind. So conquer your mind. And if it feels unconquerable, then this could be like deep shame installed in you. And so we need to like undo some of that shit. So stick around. To the man that asked this question, kudos to you for working on foreplay more. It sounds like... You have a really willing partner, and I was totally not bashing on her. I just, I guess that kind of was a bash and a uh, not understanding perspective, but it doesn't mean that I can't learn and that there isn't a solution. So I think that maybe it is worth the conversation of just finding out more of that why and not to go into, don't act like me. Don't start listing off why you don't understand or why you think she's wrong. That won't go over well. You're going to want to validate her feelings, validate her perspective. And then you could either ask more questions or explain your point of view Without condemning hers. Does that make sense? I know, tricky, but this could lead to actually having her pause for a moment and being, hmm, like, I didn't think of it that way. And you could also let her know how fucking wild it drives you that you find it so sexy. I don't know if your wife's into porn or not, but if y'all, that's something y'all watch together, you could be like, kind of find something with, maybe that genre and is there a genre? Eating or out and then making out? I'm sure there is. I'm sure you could type anything in the fucking search bar, <laughs> but that could be interesting and she see like, oh, like it is really hot. And I don't want to be like, look, everyone's doing it and you're not. I don't want to make her feel like shit where she goes into comparison mode and feels less than, but I don't think it's wrong to conversate about it to raise questions in your own mind, to go, am I making something like a way bigger deal than it really is? Like maybe this is kind of sexy and I never even thought about it in that light. I think it's totally perspective and totally worth the conversation. Others might disagree and I am a happy wife, happy life kind of gal. I believe in that statement. (laughs) If I was giving you any like Guided answer, like something I think you could try. Why don't you, next time she gives you oral sex, finish in her mouth if you can, if that's, and deeply kiss her after? And when she gets so fucking aroused by that, or plan B, you have like a water, a Coca Cola, a chaser, a swig of mouthwash. This sounds kind of unsexy, but even to just grab it real quick and swallow the mouthwash like you're not recommended to do, and go, is that better, baby? I mean, that would really be reaching. But you do what you got to do. If, if it matters to you that much about continuing to kiss, which, come on, ladies, he's wanting to kiss you during sex. We love kissing during sex. Kissing is underrated. I've had complete episodes on kissing. Take the kisses. Embrace the kisses. And maybe a conversation with her about... How much you love kissing her, how connected it makes you feel and close to her, and it takes it from just sex to making love. Use that line, okay? Moving onward. Hey there, thanks for the anal episode. Is it okay to let my husband come in my butt? I kind of like it, and I know he does too. I think you're safe to go, girlfriend. I mean, I think as long as your husband doesn't have any diseases that you are aware of, and I know people say, oh, we're married, we don't need to get checked, but that is not true. You should get checked. And I may or may not know a couple who got divorced because they found out that they were cheating on each other because, or no, it was one one of them was cheating. And that's how they found out because she got a disease. The wife did. And she's like, uh, yep, yeah, that wasn't me. So, knowledge is power, knowledge is power, and in regards to coming in your ass, I think you're good to go. That's the only thing I think you would have to be concerned about, and when I did my own little researchy, so I don't be a complete dumbass and I actually do my due diligence before speaking on a topic, from everything I've read, it seems generally safe, not harmful. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't a person or expert or doctor out there who goes, you know what? I disagree with her. I think that it's not safe at all and or healthy, blah, 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 because people do carry diseases or they lie to their partner. And when you rip the skin and all these things can happen, I think if your partner is clean and you know they're clean, I think you're fine to go. And that's just my opinion. You have zero risk of a baby. That I am 100% certain that there is no risk of pregnancy. So for some reason, it just feels safer, (laughs) honestly. Okay, moving on to our third question, and this one is more serious. And she asked me to take a poll, but I didn't because I don't think we need to. Here we go. Hey, I was wondering what your thoughts would be if you found out your husband was keeping naked photos of his ex on his phone. I tried Googling what others thought of this, whether it's considered rude inconsiderate a form of cheating and there were mixed reviews would love to see if you could take a poll on ig to see what the majority of your listeners think of this okay fuck it on monday i'm posting a poll let's do it little background great sex when we have it I'm the lusty one he's rejected me when I try to initiate claims I'm his perfect woman has never really gave me a reason to not trust him we're in the season of terrible twos with our only daughter please let me know your thoughts or reveal the responses in an upcoming episode as I'm not on social media thanks for all the help just need to know if I'm crazy for thinking this is not acceptable Oh, girlfriend, I pray you're still listening. I think this wasn't that long ago. I think this was like a week-ish ago. Perfect. Girlfriend, it's not okay. What's not okay? Before everyone jumps down my throat and go, boy, that's not that cool. It's just a naked picture. Here's what's not okay. It's not okay that it seems like he... It, has he shown any remorse? And you're like, I'm sorry, that's probably uncomfortable for you. Like any sort of, sort of something, something. And the thing is, this is your husband, the father of your child. This isn't, y'all been dating for six months and he has his naked pictures of his ex on his phone. That I'd be like, you're like, not surprised, not surprised at all. But now you're married with children. Like that should be far off in the past, not something in the spank bank little too close to home. That is my feelings. That is my opinion. And I think it's just like basic decency, (laughs) basic level decency, respect, mutual respect, loyalty, love, respect, respect. I just don't. I don't think that it's appropriate. And the fact that it's just being completely just not acknowledged for the sheer fact of avoiding confrontation not like don't want to deal with it she hasn't made it something let's not make it something i find that to be incredibly selfish and guess what okay so so you found these pictures if he would have shown remorse and felt like shameful about it and been like you know what that that isn't really cool i if i found pictures of your ex that you were with naked pictures still it would probably feel like a blow to me. It probably make me feel a little insecure. Like that would be human, a human response. For some reason, when people are more human, which I know this can be dangerous when you're dealing with like narcissists and people that are being manipulative to play on your feelings. But there are also people that are Humans and humans make mistakes and then when they own them, it's uncomfortable and it sucks and there's consequences and shit you have to deal with, but like they genuinely feel like I I need to work on this or this sucks about me or I lied to her. They have real remorse, real fuck ups or they got drunk and they did something they're so regretful of and they need to change the way they live. Like People fuck up and then they own it and they grow from it, move on, That is not nearly as bad as someone who is like, serial or manipulative or compulsive and then shows no remorse, is avoidant, stonewalls. I know all the people on TikTok are like, this shit gets overplayed, we hear it all the time. And I think the word narcissist gets thrown around so loosely, so wildly, every fucking word does and everyone wants to label everything and it gets really, really annoying. And here I am partaking, throwing all those those words <laughs> out right now. But I mean, looks like a duck, acts like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's a fucking duck. So I don't know how homeboy reacted. I don't know what his face looked like when you said you saw those pictures. I don't know the story, but I mean, you said he doesn't ever initiate. I think that when you're going to hear this in an upcoming interview, that was so good. The guy interviewed said when the girl has the higher drive, like in the man's mind, it's not nearly like it is when he wants it and is not getting it as much. So it seems like in a selfish man's mind, he's fine. He loves that you want him all the time. Doesn't seem like he's really thinking about the fact that it makes you feel rejected or unwanted when he doesn't accept your advances and it's on his terms. Sounds like sex is on his terms. And I guarantee you anyone that's listened to this question and then takes the poll, I just can't see them siding with the hubby on this one. But even if I just put it out blindly, someone who hasn't listened, I feel like the married with kids part kind of just takes it to a different level of disrespect in my opinion. Just don't I mean, for some reason, I would rather find like seven gangbang videos. You know, I would rather, the whole porn search history, that's just, you know, that, I would rather find that than his ex, his exes, like someone he like said, I love you too. Like, no, I rebuke that. I just twitched when I said that. I just did a full body twitch. Okay. This last question, I can't promise you that I haven't discussed this before, but it's when you hear it, you're going to go, okay, we needed it again. Hey Jordan, long-time listener, hoping you have some advice. I've had a very difficult time achieving climax with my husband. We have a great sex life and I find myself usually really close with foreplay and sometimes penetration, but then it goes away. He's great and always says he's willing to keep going and do whatever I need to get there, but I usually find myself frustrated and annoyed and I want to cry. I feel kind of numb and like I can't ever figure out the stimulation I want or need. I can make myself come in four and a half seconds when I masturbate though, using one little dildo that Hubby and I have played with before once. I know I can't stress about it, but I would like to be able to experience this with him more regularly for the both of us. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to just try to give you maybe some tips that could Get you somewhere that could change things. Because in my head, I am thinking that this is all a head issue for you. This is a complete mental block. Because think about it. I just went on a podcast the other day and we were talking about this. Isn't it wild how we can masturbate? Girls will relate to this. We can and guys with a hand job, right? Y'all know how to give them the best of yourself. But girls can masturbate and we can get ourselves off like like, like fucking that. And maybe it's unconventional. Maybe you're a mattress humper. Maybe you're a, a stair rail humper. If you, maybe you're a dryer sitter. Maybe you're a bathtub queen. You know, like maybe you're a pillow humper. Just kidding. <laughs> you know the friction. You know what you need. You know what you need. Maybe you're a vibe girl. I forgot about the vibe girlies. I always leave them out and there's so many of them. I love you too, but I still think you should break that habit for your own clit and penis experiences. If you know, you know. So why is it when we get with a man, we could show them the like we could say, do this, this, and that. We could tell them instructions. Give them a we could draw a picture. We could tell them exactly what to do. Exactly. Show them exactly what to do. And it might take twice as long 10 times as long, 30 times as long. what does that mean? Does't mean your vagina is acting differently that day and she's just not acting right? It means you're fucking in your head. It means that there is like some electric there's a short in the circuit. there's a short in the circuit so that is when I encourage you to get present and getting present isn't just like okay get present oh, start worrying about this. Like, okay, just let it go, just let it go, just let it go, just let it go. That is like almost like harping on your anxiety around letting it go. <laughs> so it's, what do I smell? I smell a sweat. What do I feel? Oh, I feel him on my clit. What do I feel? I feel, what do I feel? Oh, you go down, what, do you, what is the most prominent sense? Do you taste the saltiness of a sweat that dropped into your mouth? Do you taste his lips? Are you licking his skin? Are you warm? Do you feel pleasure? Do you, What do you feel? Like really zone, laser in, like zoom in like a camera with your feelings where you're getting stimulated. Like get in it. Ask yourself, what am I feeling? Keep asking yourself and just sit in it until you're not asking yourself anymore and you're just saturated in all that you're experiencing. Did I just become like an ADHD yoga teacher? I don't, I don't fucking know. But that's, that's my suggestion. And I think you start this practice with masturbation. And you're like, wait, I just told you that I can come in four and a half seconds. I want you to simulate sex more. So lay on your back. However, I I suggest laying on your back like missionary and get a toy that kind of simulates a dick and then get your fingers involved with your clit, whatever. And climax that way. And that might require more self-awareness, more getting in tune with your body, getting in tune with what is arousing you. If you're like playing out some dirty story in your head, whatever it is. Okay. If you need to go to that dirty story during sex and shut up guys, like 99.99999, like, I'm well, I to say a hundred percent of the time, the stories you're involved. Okay. You're in it. We're not like y'all it's different. Some guys are like, I would never masturbate to my wife, <laughs> but they're <laughs> girls are different. So let her go. Let her go. A real man is letting her go where she needs to go to get to her happy place because the stress that inundates our mind to either perform or we want to please and it's just taking away from the moment and it's all because we're just fucking trying to please or what we think like air quotes around the please so that no we're missing out both sides are missing out girlfriend you're fucking missing out the most and then you feel like you're missing out as a unit because you feel like this is all on you when really he's probably like poor girl stressing her fucking self out for no fucking reason like chill Like don't do this to yourself don't do this to yourself and so many women do it in so many different ways and we're doing it not even on purpose believe it or not to this listener asking this question, I would start there, like I just said, and then I would have that evolve. I would make a video of yourself. Do the even the quick masturbation. Masturbate your quickest, coolest style that you just go to, whatever position, tool that is, and video it and send it to him. And then you're going to do it in front of him that way. And then you're going to be practicing on the side. There's going to be a lot of masturbation going on. On the side, you're going to be simulating sex in your masturbation and you're going to get confident there. And then you're going to bring it into the bedroom. So you've got a little masturbation journey and your husband's probably going to be wildly aroused or maybe even jealous that this is he's got FOMO, some serious FOMO going on. But he's going to love the videos and the sneak peeks and the invitations and the sit-ins and the watch. You're going to have some mutual masturbation sex. It's going to add a whole new layer. You're going to go, holy fuck, this journey was kind of hot and sexy too. So hold the faith because you know it's certain. Assume it. Assume it you know you can do this. You just got this little block that in kink you need to work out, a little speed bump. Because if you can climax, which you just said you can, if you can climax on your own, I promise, I promise you can during sex. And you can take your orgasm into your own fucking hands sometimes. Can I get an amen? And this doesn't diss the men. Like, we can have amazing mind-blowing sex and due to whatever reason, like our own fucking bodies, we feel like we can't climax or achieve climax. And it was like, wow, he's so amazing at sex. Like We knew it wasn't anything to do with him. And when you get your orgasm figured out and you know that I'm going to get it either way, whether he's bringing it to me or I'm bringing it and we're, it's happening together. It's a collaborative effort. Your hands are getting involved, positioning, friction level, like takes two to tango. So feel grateful that you have a willing, supportive partner. You know that you have no issue coming and that it's just a little mental thing that you're going to get over and you're going to get out of your head because the whole problem is that you're in it too hardcore. So practice... Practices that get you in the moment and out of your head. And there's many besides masturbation, there's meditation, there's tantra. That could be something beautiful that you explore with your partner. So you are not hopeless. Know that this is this, too, shall pass. And you're going to get through the other side of it. And you're going to go, that was even a fun journey. Hell yeah. You got this. I know it. If anyone listening wants to write a listener question, you can anonymously submit a question at www.thehornyhousewifepodcast.com, or you can go over to my Instagram at underscore thehornyhousewifepodcast and DM me. I protect your anonymity always, always and forever, baby. Also, speaking of foreplay, you know what's great foreplay? Listening to the Patreon, where I upload audio erotica every week. Naughty stories, not written by me, but read by me. If you're into that or you want to support the podcast, that is a great way to do so. Patreon link will be in the episode notes. One last housekeeping thing, and then we'll continue on with our topic of the hour bad bedroom habits. Oop, oop. I got to tell you about merch. Mm, I'm so pumped. I'm beyond pumped. I dropped off the clothing to the printer. So, Mommy got the sweatshirts. I got the crop tops. If, you, if you're if you like into the brands, you know hoodies. Comfort Colors is the brand of the sweatshirt. And that's like a, I get to flex a little bit. Like I gave a fuck. Like I wanted you to get something that you were like, oh, okay. This is like actually comfortable and cute and I'm going to wear it and I love it. And the crop top is a Bella Canvas flowy black crop so cute. I mean, black, you can't go wrong with black. Black is chic. I can wear it anytime. I'm a Pilates mommy. I'm going to put it over my sports bra. I'm going to wear it with denim shorts. I'm going to wear it with jeans. I'm going to wear it with a black hat. It's cute. It's fucking cute. It says mildly toxic, really tiny and white with a little smiley face, got the X eyes, but it's really tiny, like minimal chic. And the hoodie says, listen to mommy THH podcast in a tiny script and on the back listen to mommy great advice for yourself for others mommy loves you mommy wants to lead you right and mommy gives a fuck she gives many many fucks there's no love like a mommy love I can't wait to model these clothing options (laughs) the hoodie's gonna be unisex so all my men better fucking buy a hoodie Okay, that's, that's a command, and I love you. I will keep you all in the loop. You'll see pictures when I get it back from the printer. Mommy's going to model the sizes. I will be the one doing the sh- packaging, shipping, all of it. So I will let you know when that link is live, the merch is live. You'll see pictures and me and it being all giddy and annoying in it first. So stay tuned because you're going to want to get your hands on it. I'm assuming they're going to sell out and then I will order more. <laughs> I will 100% get more. But we're going to see how this goes. I'm really excited. I put a lot of love and intention and time and money into this, so I'm excited to tell you more. Visit my website thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and subscribe to it and stay in the loop so I will keep you posted. Yeah. <laughs> Bad bedroom habits. We all got them, okay? We all got them, and it's only more fun if we fucking talk about them. So I took a poll, and y'all really came through. I basically was like, bad bedroom habits, go. And I let y'all interpret that, and y'all did a good job. You did a good job. And then I shared some, and people were like, damn, it me. And I love the accountability. I love it because admitting you have a problem is the first step. And then that is how you can be a better lover. And you know what? I have a podcast where I literally am trying to encourage and inspire other people not to be boring. And sometimes I have to look inward and go, Jordan, I think I could be a better initiator. I could do something where I got a little out of my comfort zone. Maybe I did something a little sexier, a little more of a surprise instead of me being so predictable. Or he should know that that means that I want to fuck. And it's like, you know what? You touched him on his left arm. No, (laughs) not really. But it's easy when you're in certain seasons of life. To kind of get in, uh, well, like this should be enough to let him know that I'm down to down to fuck. I'm DTF. I'm ready to go. That should be enough. And hey, guess what? Maybe it totally is enough. But it doesn't mean that you couldn't kind of zhuzh it up a little. You couldn't make an effort and order some sexy lingerie. And did I just say that? Lingerie. 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 And have not my cotton fluffy long prude robe on and I put on my silky, sexy robe on. When my husband gets home to, you know what? I am not, and I'm good at this. I will try to get a little cute before my husband gets home because there have been times where I've gotten in a habit of just like stopping wearing makeup. I'm like, I'm letting my skin breathe. And I think natural beauty is really in right now. So perfecto. But sometimes I want to feel a little not so in my mom uniform. And I love makeup. So it's not just for him. This is for me. It makes me feel better. And when I feel better, I'm more confident and I feel a little sassier, a little cuter. I'm feeling myself. And maybe it's not the makeup. Maybe it's the outfit. Maybe it's, I just took a shower because boy, do showers take me to the next fucking level. I'm like, oh, she got the hair did, the fresh face, the smooth skin, the fresh lotion. It's just nice. It's a nice feeling. If you know, you know. And guys, maybe you're like, you know what? I could be better at foreplay. I could be actually not just going straight for the P to the V. There's a lot of great P&V action. But you know what? I really am kind of missing that 10 to 15 minutes before where I could just get in her super soaker status. Women, maybe you were vibing with me on the initiation. You're like, yeah, I just kind of like grind up on him in the bed and he knows that I want it then. Or I just look... Because some girls say, you know, I don't have to do much to give him the green line. He's ready like a puppy. And then there are some girls that they are the higher drive spouse, but they're not even, they're not, it doesn't look like it from their initiation attempts. And you know who you are. You're grumpy and you have expectations and this can go for both person, both, per, whoever the high drive is. You are like, oh, eh, they probably don't even want it anyway. So it doesn't matter that I'm warning. And you're like, are you even being sexy at all? Are you even trying to create the atmosphere where this could lead for a pleasurable experience? Or are you saying one thing and acting the other way? And if this applies to you, that this is hitting hard. And if you're lost, then you're just better than us. You're better than us right now. Okay, let's hear some of your answers. Cotton mouth. The first one is a cottonmouth. <laughs> cotton mouth. Love it when I'm under the influence, but how do I fix this? That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. And guess what? I'm going to expose myself and tell you, yes, I relate to you. And bad breath is very unsexy. So you need to have all the things. So before I'm intimate, I love like a quick little bathroom escape to cottonell my undercarriage, especially at the end of the day. And if you've been outside for any amount of time in the summertime and you're like, you know what, I need to cotton out and get fresh. I don't want to be like sweaty or taste like urine, you know, something (laughs) along those lines. Maybe you want to spritz yourself, brush your hair, rinse with mouthwash, that kind of stuff. So you go and you're your freshest self. So I know in the heat of the moment, the cotton mouth can be a fucker, but why don't you, instead of being uncomfortable the whole time, excuse yourself. And instead of just getting a sip of water for it to come back in 10 minutes, Go upstairs and rinse. They make all kinds of things. If you are a cotton mouth person, like you smoke weed all the time or you have like an issue or something, you can, there's solutions. So they make a mouth rinse specifically for people that have dry mouth that has like, I don't know if it's aloe or what is in it, but something that doesn't feel like regular mouthwash. It could be a hydration, like make sure you are drinking your water. But if you need it for instant grat, I feel like. The rinse is going to go further than the sip of water. But overall, this would be like some lifestyle tweaks. And then cottonmouth could be maybe just an occasional speed bump instead of a habit. One woman wrote, I never opened my eyes. Hilarious. <laughs> I laugh because I'm like, where are you at, girlfriend? But maybe this is an attempt to get present. Maybe she has a lot of anxiety or it's hard for her to stay in the moment. Maybe she gets distracted by clutter or whatever it may be. The guy fucking her. I'm just kidding. Yeah. If I was her, I'd probably want to get intentional about breaking that habit. So what is it? I want to know what the fuck that means. Stare at him in the eyes. Just stare him right through or look around, look down. I like to look at the P going in the V. This isn't Instagram. I can say pussy and vagina. This is the intercourse. I like to watch what's going on. I like to get by a mirror. You don't have to just be looking at him or her. You can be looking at the headboard. Me and the headboard are like so fucking tight. JK, JK. Okay, what's another one? I'm all in my head thinking about what I need to do or things that make me sad. Excuse me. Things that make you sad. Things that make you sad. You're getting fucked. Ladies, what are we doing here? Okay, finishing too quickly. Well, then you should start thinking about things that make you sad. Maybe that'll help you not finish as quickly. Y'all are killing me. No, but the finish too quickly. Think about your grandmother or baseball is what I always heard the men say. I don't know. They make delay sprays. PE is a real thing that a lot of men suffer from. And there are so many solutions and conversations around this topic. This is a topic you can definitely find in the archives. So go check it out, sir. Okay. We have mountains of clothes everywhere on the floor, on the dresser, on the bed. So that's, your, that's not a sexy atmosphere. Yeah, I think you want to declutter that. I think that that can... Make an impact long term. I actually believe that. And I think atmosphere is everything. Okay. Being on your phone instead of paying attention to your partner. Yeah, let's not be on our phones while we're fucking. Bad breath. That kind of goes hand in hand with the cotton mouth, but worse. Actually, that's worse. But cotton mouth sucks. If you're a girl and you're going down to suck the dick, circle back, and you don't have any spit, like anything, it's like that sucks. And I'm sure for guys it does too. Kissing with cotton mouth, not fun. Kissing with bad breath, even worse. So you have to figure that out. You have to go to the dentist. You have to figure it out. Get a water pick. You have to do something because you can't just rest on that one. You cannot sit on that. And I know there's a remedy for you. I believe in you. The people with hygiene issues probably could have completely different sex lives if they address those issues. They could have a completely different experience. Phones in bed. Another, that was the third. I don't think I read another one. Phone in the bedroom situation. Get them out of there. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, I'm too quiet. I need to be more vocal. I love the awareness. It is so hot. The person who wrote that is a dude, you've got to listen to the Sterling Cooper episode that's coming out soon. It's so good. July 12th. I'm so excited for the dudes to hear it. I'm so excited. Okay. Dutch ovens. What's a Dutch oven? Oh, is that where they fart and they're under the cover? How rude. That is absolutely disgusting. They're fucking and you're farting while she's sucking your dick. Imagine you're sucking their dick and they fart. How horrifying. What if we did that to y'all? Y'all would never recover. Y'all would get divorced over that shit, I feel like. No? (laughs) Being lazy and minimizing the foreplay. Yeah, not hot. Dead fish, not hot. Not hot, ladies. It's not hot. Men, when you're lazy and there's no foreplay, it's not hot. It comes off as lazy. And then both of those scenarios, man and woman, that just equals unenthusiastic sex. So it doesn't feel sexy or passionate or spicy or even fun for that matter. Just fun. Not, It's not even fun. Another phone one. Okay. It's ca- starting to click. Bad bedroom habits. Maybe people are talking about just like they get in bed and instead of turning inward, they're on their phone instead of being present. Okay. I'm going to shit on my husband right now, right here, right now. My husband always goes in and turns the TV on, always, and it drives me fucking bonkers. Like, it literally does. It literally does. I'm like, there's got to be some time where we don't get in and you don't put it on and we turn inward instead of a dateline. Enough of the murder. Enough of the murder, my pussy. Please, please. Okay, I had to get one out too. I, I said I could work on my initiation, And I'm speaking for Derek, (laughs) and he can chunk the TV out of the second room window. Compromise, right? (laughs) Another person wrote they feel like they focus on her pleasure so much that it takes away, or he loses sight of his own pleasure, which begs the question, like, do you derive pleasure? A lot of men derive pleasure from seeing their woman, the woman they're fucking getting pleasured by them. But then I could see, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, that over time, in a long term relationship, like being with the same person for a while sexually, being like, you know, eating their pussy can be more of a skill you've mastered and you love it and you have no complaints. But maybe like that act, you're not as. Aroused as maybe the first year of when you would go down on her. Is this sounding like horrible? And it's just kind of like real talk. (laughs) We can flip the script, ladies. Was, you know, getting on your knees and being a bad girl different, you know, a year in than 10 years in. And you're still game. You can still have really hot sex. You know what to do. You're a good sport. But I guarantee either party, wife or husband, you get two into performance going through the motion, whether it's hot and you're a back handspring type of gal <laughs> or vanilla, or maybe it's spicy vanilla, or it's, you know, got a little kick in there. Maybe yeller wild. But if you did the same thing every time, it could, you know, you're going through the motions. It's autopilot at this point. So staying pleasure focused, pleasure guided, and you're communicating about it and going, let's try this, let's try that, or just knowing your partner's body. And maybe that's why I'm like pro tantra, like pro this, let's slow it down and almost make you fucking uncomfortable to experience a new type of pleasure. I vote we do a tantric series again. Sounds like we're going to have to. It's been a while. It's been a while. One good thing I'll say is I feel like all of these bad bedroom habits are easily breakable. They weren't like life-ruining, you're fucked, you're SOL, get the fuck out of here. They were all fixable. So it's good to bring them to the light, bring them out to the light. Maybe this aided in your own self-awareness. Maybe this created a space for you to have a conversation with your spouse and go, you know what, this made me realize I could work on X, Y, and Z. And then they're like, holy shit, yes, I've been wanting to tell you, and I didn't know how, which, come on, fucking tell them. But that's uncomfortable sometimes, and that's what the horny housewife's for. Conversation starter, and voila, there's your homework. Discuss with your partner your bad bedroom habits, have an uncomfortable, intimate conversation, and you're going to have better sex after. To everyone listening, make sure you're subscribed. I can see my analytics on Apple, everyone, and 50% of y'all, 50% of Apple users are listening and they're not actually subscribed, like haven't clicked follow, check mark, weekly popping up to let you know new episode. You aren't subscribed. What are you doing? It I need you to. Does impact me, does make a difference. Thank you very much. Also, leaving a rating, a review, writing a review on Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating on Spotify helps me out so much. Anything that was mentioned in the podcast, those links and where to get to it will be in the episode notes. So make sure you check those out as well. And I will see you next week.